The Dispossessed, a Glisten Plus production. Episode 6. Thank you, Mrs. Lyons. Bye, Mom. Holy shit, we're here. The entire night had been a blur so far. I remember meeting Ian's parents, and then pictures, and then sparkling grape juice, and then bam, we're here. Prom. And best of all... You ready? He was nice. Yeah. With the exception of a banner hanging outside the entrance, and some mostly popped balloons, I was surprised by how little they decorated the outside of the school. Ian handed our two tickets over to one of the student council people taking them at a table in the front. Silver balloons were covering the floor. I kicked them as we walked. Erin told me she would find me. She went to some big pre-party with her date. Sounds like hell to me, but more power to her. Ian pointed to the gym. Wanna go in? Um... I looked inside. A disco ball hung in the middle and reflected back a rainbow of dancing lights on the walls, hardwood floor, and ceiling. Streamers and confetti were everywhere, and the massive people inside were grinding to the beat. I knew going in was inevitable, but wow, was it intimidating. Lainey, you got this. Sure! Oh my god! Ian and I both jumped. Before I knew it, Erin was already in front of me. She looked beautiful. A pink and frilly dress, exactly like what you'd expect. Lainey! Hey, how are you? You look gorgeous! I can't believe it! Green is your color! Thanks! This is Ian, by the way. Hey! I know. Or, I mean, I know of you. Or, um... Ian, this is Aaron. Nice to meet you. Where is, uh... Ugh, Josh? He's already in there. Oh. Okay. I could tell something was wrong. That she was upset. I didn't know if something had happened, but you know Aaron. Everything had to be perfect. Want to make your entrance with us? I looked back at Ian after I asked. He smiled. You don't mind? No, not at all. Okay. Like I said, he was nice. The inside of the gym smelled like sweat and Sephora. There was this strobe light that nearly gave me a seizure, and I didn't even have epilepsy. I stayed close to Ian, rubbing my bare arm up against his shirt sleeve. We tried to talk, but it was impossible to hear much besides the thump of bass and synth. I looked back at Erin. She was standing by herself at a punch bowl. I felt bad leaving her, but she had said it was okay. was pulling me out onto the dance floor. I glanced at Erin. She gave a best friend look of encouragement, despite the fact that she was clearly having a shitty night. Excuse us, excuse us. We squeezed ourselves into the middle, right under the disco ball. Or really, Ian led the way. I followed. I felt important, which was weird. Like everyone was looking at me, but not because I did something awkward. I love this song. What? Ian started jumping with the beat, and I did too. 
I wasn't a good dancer. Not that it mattered, I guess. Everyone was just kind of moving awkwardly with the beat. I closed my eyes, letting fun wash over me. And I opened them. Gina was holding her phone up to Ian. He stopped dancing and looked at it. Then he looked at me. What? What is it? Does Lady smell? I bet she smells, right? Hey, check out- I couldn't really tell what she said next. Gina backed away and started showing her phone to everyone around us. She had this wicked smile on her face. Menacing. What did she show you? What's on her phone? Are you homeless? No. Please, no. I looked back at Aaron, who was already walking up to me. What's wrong? I could feel the tears in my eyes, the lump in my throat, sweat everywhere from embarrassment. Lainey! I... Lainey, it's okay. I... She sleeps in a car. This photo is from last night. We drove up to the park, and she was tweaking out like a druggie, shouting, Get help! A ghost is attacking me! That's not what happened! Really? Because I have video! Wait, is this true? Why didn't you tell me? I gotta go. Lady! I was already gone. Pushed my way through people and just ran. <laughs> Fight or flight always sounded like hyperbole to me. Like there had to be at least a few other options. Guess not. Wish I chose fight. I should have known someone was going to find out. It shouldn't have been a surprise. I only had two things on my mind. Get home and don't rip mom's dress. Everything else I tried to push down. Gina. Everyone knowing about my situation. And Ian. I didn't plan on running all the way home. I just kind of kept going. But then, I heard it before I saw it. Even though they were trying to, I don't know, turn around the neighborhood, sirens were still common. It wasn't anything out of the ordinary. The amount of lights was, though. What? It was like fireworks were going off from the park, all the way towards Hope Street. Red and blue and white making the trees into silhouettes. It was strangely beautiful. Oh no. I don't know how I still had any energy left. It must have been all adrenaline at that point. Mom, mom, no, please, please. Mom, Jake! Cops were everywhere, swarming the place. Shadows of people were sprinting back and forth and in every direction. Like when you lift up a rock and all the bugs scurry away from the light. Help me! Ah! Mom, I'm here! Jake! Where were they? Where was the car? Code 3 response. Laney! Hey, Laney! Brandon! Brandon ran towards me and met me just as I turned onto the street. He was covered in dirt and sweat. What's going on? They found another body. Brandon stopped and looked me over. He cocked his head, obviously confused. Why are you in a dress? What? I looked down at myself. I totally forgot I had it on. 
Nothing. A dance. It doesn't matter. They found a body? Yeah. It was, uh, it was the same as Janice. All messed up. Couldn't even tell who it was anymore. Cops are pushing all the unhoused out. They've done it before, but not like this. It's a fucking shit show. Wait, wait, because of the body? When they don't know who's responsible, we all are. Brandon! Brandon! Where'd you go? Brandon's dad was jogging down the sidewalk, dodging people as they scattered. Brandon! Brandon looked back at his dad and waved, letting him know where he was. He turned back towards me. I gotta go. Where? He shrugged. Anywhere but here. Stay safe. He hugged me and held it. I didn't think he was going to let go, but he did. Then he was running off into the distance. It was hard to see with all the lights. I knew where we normally parked, so I headed in that direction. There were belongings everywhere. Knickknacks and toys. I walked by someone's photo album. Scattered memories being trampled underfoot. And where are we supposed to go, huh? That's not my concern. Not your concern? What is your concern? Making this area safer. Does this seem safer to you? Mom! I could see her next to our car, talking to one of the cops. His hands were on his hips and she was in his face. Jake was beside her, holding her hand, watching the chaos, eyes wide, absolutely terrified. She saw me running up, and all the anger and frustration melted away from her face. Or, for a minute at least. Lainey, why are you back so early? She hugged me tight and pulled away, looking me over. What happened? It doesn't matter. Are you guys okay? I grabbed Jake's shoulder, and he leaned into my arm. No, we're figuring it out. Ma'am, I have a job to do. No, you're not leaving until you answer my questions. I have answered. My family. Or no, everyone here, everyone, is trying to get by. Everyone. And you want to make it harder. People are dying. I know. And instead of helping, you're just moving us? They took the houses, and now you're taking the streets. We're here to keep the peace and citizens housed and unhoused safe. Does this look safe to you? My mom pointed to the commotion. I had never seen her like this before. It felt like watching a bear protect its cubs. But I could see the fear underneath, her holding back the tears. She stepped towards the officer and got in his face. Does it? Ma'am, step back. He put his hand on her shoulder and pushed her back. I could tell my mom wanted to explode, but she was smart enough to keep it bottled. Jake didn't have that kind of control. Get away from her! Jake tensed up and rushed towards the cop, pushing him back at the hips. Jacob! Hey, get! Oh. Oh, fuck me! I couldn't believe it. Jake punched him in the balls. No way! My mom covered her mouth. The cop bent over and pressed his hands on his knees, holding himself up. Oh, oh. oh my god. It was the most badass thing I'd ever seen. And the dumbest. And then... Jake ran. Jake! Jacob! I'll get him! Be careful! Jake! He ran through the crowd. I was only able to get glimpses of him. 
His height made it difficult to keep my eyes on him. Jake, slow down! I ducked and jumped through the chaos of the police raid. My eyes focused straight ahead until I caught something in my periphery. (gasps) Holy shit! On top of a roof, a silhouette, a figure looking down. But I didn't need to stop and look. I knew who it was. Eleanor. I had lost Jake. Where was he? I climbed up on an abandoned car. I was on the hood, looking for the curly brown hair of my brother. Jake! An officer pointed at me. Get down off the car! I ignored him. Jake, where are you? The officer started moving towards me. He looked pissed. Oh shit. I jumped down. I had to find Jake. Knowing he was alone while Eleanor was out there, I rushed in the direction I had last seen him. Jake! Jacob! I was getting closer to the Hope Street intersection. I stopped at the end of the hill, spun around. Jake! I lifted my ear towards the noise, listened hard. The Dispossessed, starring Sidney Sepulveda as Lainey, Sissy Jones as Ashley, Grady Lisby as Jake, Malcolm Brown as Brandon, and Emily Hahn as Aaron. Written by Tyler Clifton, story by and directed by Adam J. Epstein, executive produced by Sheila Stepanek and Adam J. Epstein, edited and mixed by Todd Donald. Additional voices by Jeff Shine, Scott Pete, Jason Kelly, Olive Epstein, and Jack Stepanek. The Dispossessed is a Glisten Plus production.